0: Production,
1: guest, production. Yeah, that's Yo, what is good world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hostess with the most about my side, Ms. Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life, literally. Hey. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's beginning with some new news for all y'all new news out there. So, Ms. Reese, what's topping off our news segment this week?
0: So, Mayor Lightfoot is ready to make some tough decisions. Well, what's
1: she on now, G? Because she's so, been coming through with her campaign promises like a mock.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? And so...
1: She's a man of her word.
0: I'm going to start attending these meetings because yeah, they yeah. seem to be pretty yeah. entertaining yeah, now, yeah. right? So, at this last City Council meeting, which I think was yesterday, Wednesday, um, one of the uh, guys from the Paternal Order of Police, mm-hmm wanted to make a comment and he was basically saying, he was objecting to whatever was going right, on. Right, right, right. And Mayor Lightfoot was like, well, whenever you get through objecting and going against me, I'm here to work with you.
1: Right. <laughs> like,
0: mm. so you can Show keep- the combative shit up. up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love it, man. I, I love, love it
0: because two things. So she a black woman, mm-hmm. right? But she's not only a woman, she's a lesbian, but more of a manly lesbian. Mm. So it's really like, nigga, man. sit the fuck down if you're not Bro. if you don't have anything to say, then help us. I'm pretty much saying, nigga,
1: square up. Step off. I like the fact that, I mean, from what I've seen, she doesn't owe anybody anything. Yeah, so can. she's not with the shits when it comes to, oh, you can't talk to that person like that, or you know what type nope. of talk this person holds. She mm-hmm. like, man, no. fuck. That, exactly. I'm the mayor. Actually, how did she pulled up on Oprah? Did you hear about that? Oprah she pulled on up, up on her. Okay. They, but it was out in Cali? No, I just can in the that. I thought, dinner. Dinner. Oh. I thought I, for some reason, I thought Mayor Lightfoot went to California, and then they had dinner in Cali. No, I
0: thought it Oprah was Oprah came, came here. here and had dinner at their house, oh. Well, that was nice, yeah. Um, with her and her wife. Um, somebody asked me, who I think is the woman in the relationship?
1: I, would God, like, I, I ain't seen the wife, or maybe I have during the just, inauguration. I think it's her. I want to say the woman, you think the woman is the wife? Yeah. Yeah, and I think Lori is the... Yeah, but
0: people were Lauren. questioning Lauren that.
1: Lauren would have. Oh.
0: People are questioning that just because her wife is so tall. She ah, is really yeah, tall. she's a little taller, yeah. But anyway, um, so the the next thing that the mayor is focusing on is budget, yep, right? Yep. Um, $528 million in taxes and budget cuts. Goddamn. What is she going to do? How is she going to prioritize these things? Um, we don't know! Mean, obviously, she on the campaign, she said she wasn't trying to raise property taxes, right?
1: Well, trying to doesn't mean But, matter.
0: I mean, she don't have that much room to breathe. Um, How many
1: bags can you tax? So
0: they were saying by 2023, she will need to come up with a nearly $1 billion in additional annual pension payments.
1: Mm-hmm. Where well, is that going to come, come from?
0: But get this! <laughs> So because I went to that Obama hearing mm. on Tuesday,
1: she's which, so woke and informed. But
0: you know what? I'm just gonna start going down there because oh, yeah. I out. found out so much stuff. Well, them niggas
1: got free food too, didn't they? They fed up. I know. Oh, I just assumed. No, nah, maybe no. it was. But okay. it was just
0: really informative.
1: Any meeting with free food, I'm pulling it. Up.
0: Yeah, he's there. So in that hearing, um, the judge asked the lawyer for the parts. Mm. What's the difference with this case than like Soldier's Field? Right. I didn't know Chicago Park District owned Soldier Field. It
1: definitely do. That's a Park District location.
0: The Bears pay them billions. I bet. A year. I bet. So why is the city broke? Well,
1: the Where's city is the that money going? Like, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I think there are certain departments within the city that aren't broke. They probably have surpluses. But the city overall, when you net it all out, I think. So the city can we
0: dance. not? take from some of those surpluses? A, a couple billion? Come but on I now. But I think that a lot
1: of people, when they get into that position, it's like, okay, I'm the director of CPD, Chicago Park District, that is. Mm-hmm. And we have this huge surplus because we're in bed with the Bears. Okay, but we're in bed with the Bears. We didn't fuck the money up, so why would we... Why are you trying to rob from the rich and give to the poor when we all started off on a level playing field from a city department perspective? How do you refute that? Like, nigga, I got mine. Get yours. Get to the bag.
0: I just think that's... I, I really didn't know that. I thought most teams own their stadium, right? And
1: then Probably they sell pieces of the Probably most teams, Chicago's a little different.
0: Apparently and so, and I think that's, that's backwards. Because it, it is one
1: of those things where when you hear about uh, Gillette Stadium, when yeah. you hear about Guaranteed Oracle rate Arena, rate. those are companies that have paid to have their name on that arena, so more than likely they profitized it. But here in Chicago, it's unique, and it, it doesn't seem like a Park District location. That is a billion so, dollar facility when like beyonce a come to town, yeah, when beyonce comes in town you got to run that the
0: concerts they all are paying the park district yeah. so my next thing is all these park districts on the spe- especially on the south and west side should be up to par
1: yo, yo if yo,
0: y'all yo. making this much money yeah,
1: yeah it doesn't really trickle down like that that's bro, what because I'm it's, saying. it's one of those things <laughs> where like all right if we rehab this south side location we got to rehab this west side location we do this we do that versus all right, well, fuck all y'all. We gonna, When we start building new, we're going to not build in your area. <laughs> all that shit will be new and improved, and we've been improving ever since. So it's, it's, it's politics. And politics, as I'm learning, is optics, man. You, whatever they can do to make it look good, and feel good to the people, they're going to do that even if it's not what's right for the people or right by the people.
0: Well, and that part of the reason why the judge denies that whole... Lawsuit with the parks trying to say that the foundation underhandedly yeah. like got the land from the park district, right. and they're supposed to transfer land for land. Right. That's what they say. So the judge was like, "That's some shit. This center is gonna benefit the people in that community on that side, the south side, and probably the judge was thinking." Lincoln Park and South of Chinatown got a whole other oh, yeah. construction coming, up. coming up with TIFF money. More uh, right. more
1: uh, development and uh, gentrification, if you will. But I don't know if it's really gentrification in Chinatown. I think that they're not going to get displaced. I think they're going to improve their livelihood. I think Lincoln Park, people aren't going to move out, they're going to move up. It just seems like when development comes to our communities, they'd be like, hey, you out. can go out to the suburbs. Go to Harvey. Right. Go to Markham. So to that was just a little, little
0: side note. I just. So, be aware of what's going on with Lori Lightfoot and what yeah. she's doing with the
1: taxes and stuff. Um, but also,
0: y'all ask questions about this park district thing because I just feel like they sit sitting on money and I really want to know where it's going to go.
1: Oh yeah, tap in. Um, also in new news, man, the re- there's some more news on the um, reproductive act.
0: Yeah, uh, so what's going on there? J.B. Pritzker, our governor, JJB. just signed uh, on Fat the Tuesday. Yes. Fat body ass boy.
1: Fat body ass boy, even good. He probably ain't sitting in a chair, he probably said something wrong. <laughs> Pugging meat grapes <laughs> shit
0: But um, so on Tuesday he signed The Reproductive Health Care Act Okay um, And one it's the most Progressive in the country Considering I think he named All the confederate states yep, yep, Kentucky, yep. Alabama, Mississippi Missouri Louisiana Ohio mm. Have all put into place Laws to ban abortion
1: south shall rise again now that's interesting that ohio is a confederate that's state America, north of the mason dixie mississippi whatever that little cutoff is i feel
0: like it was a confederate state though back in the day maybe it, probably it, is red. it was it probably really feel like it is Pennsylvania um, too. What the fuck y'all like? well this law here in illinois it expands the access of four abortions your insurance will cover it and it eliminates any restrictions to abortion right. so the only thing that they are trying to kind of put provisions on are the late-term
1: pregnancies, right? right?
0: The abortions that take two days. That's understandable, right,
1: right, right. but everything
0: up until that point should be a woman's choice, and so that's what it is here. So that's the good thing.
1: So I hear you saying it should be a woman's choice. What happens in a situation where a couple gets pregnant, man doesn't want to have the child, mother wants to have the child? What, what I'm gonna say so to a brother have in that situation.
0: Um, well, because the baby's in the body at that point, you really don't have no say so, unfortunately. But he
1: put it there. I know. Give me my I baby that. back. Unborn. So she like, wants, wants it, he doesn't.
0: That, that's a shitty situation to be Either in. Either or, though,
1: I'm saying if they just don't agree whether she wants it and he doesn't, and Boy. I feel like she has more jurisdiction on that, but it's going to come back to bite him in the ass because he's going to have to raise that to take baby care of it. when he was probably more willing to contribute to the abortion, right? Yeah. Um, but then what if he wants it and she doesn't? Uh, how much say so does he have? If You don't have damn I didn't think so. You I just, just wanted to confirm that. Do
0: it in, look. You got go to go slow. Do it in silence. You got to pick your baby mama's you, wise because. You don't necessarily have to let him know. If you know that's going to cause a big issue. Right, don't even let him know even the, even child get get the
1: child a child. Yeah. That's just, real.
0: Just that's just real. But I saw on the DL D.L.U. show, shout out D.L. His show hey, is very informative. Very informative. Yes. Very funny um, and informative. He was saying that in Alabama, and he always says this, um, that Alabama is one state in the South that is of that rape culture, yeah, right? Because they are saying men in jail still have rights to that baby. So no, uh, it was men if you if you raped a woman. Mm-hmm. If you rape the woman, you still, rights to that baby. you still have rights. And his thing was like, well, if you rape a woman, you should be in jail. And by the time you get out, that kid has is old enough to say, No, I don't want to be bothered with right, you. Right. It's almost like they're forcing the victim to have to deal with right. their the the person who assaulted them right. for the rest of their lives right. if they got pregnant.
1: And that that's concerning because it's like obviously from our perspective and through our lens we can see how fucked up that is. That's crazy. But there's people <laughs> in power that think like, oh no, no, when that's we normal. rape, when we rape, we expect yeah. you to raise that child. No, and that's- it's like. What?
0: And so his whole thing he's been saying, like Alabama is of that culture. Yeah. Like that's when
1: this that stuff man. happens, it about in history. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's a sign of the times and it's a sign of, I think, the, the disgusting nature of, I'll say white men. I'm not even trying to act like it's a diverse group of people making no, these decisions. White men. These old white men are just about that shit. Like, no, we're going to continue to rape and pillage yep. figuratively, literally, and physically. Y'all gonna have to deal with, the consequences. Deal with We're not. It's just crazy, but it is what it is. Until we continue to do something about it locally, regionally, and on the state and a national level.
0: Well, and what he said was like a lot of white women obviously live in Alabama, and they keep voting for these people.
1: Oh yeah, because so they're he, they're products of rape.
0: Well, and he said he's, he's like, like I, I, I turned out fine. Huh? Well, they're thinking is it's not me that they're talking about; it's everybody else.
1: Right. Have you ever heard of this show called uh, Big Little Lies?
0: Yes, I've started watching that. And,
1: and with so you see the Nicole Kidman? With the Cole Kidman. Reese, with Elise, Reese Witherspoon. I was going to say Alicia Silverstone. Reese Witherspoon with uh, Denise and Lenny Kravitz. daughter, Zoe, Zoe, Zoe Kravis. Krabbe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this one girl that's kind of like the star of it, but I can't really tell you her acting name. She was from the Divergent series Divergent, okay. uh, Surgeon, mm-hmm. all that shit. And then now they you know, season two they just started and they introduced meryl motherfucking oh
0: that she's the beast
1: and she's like the best actress period like she's a stand, the gold yeah. standard for actresses um but it, it has a storyline in there where one of the women all the all the fluent women whatever whatever wherever they stay um and you know she's married to a very powerful uh middle-aged man nicole Kidman. Nicole Kippen, and they got twin boys or whatever and he is like a monster a devious ass you know power driven beats his wife and then it turns into sex type dude Uh, but then he actually stepped out on her and raped someone and had a baby in that rape and uh so that shit is real you know what i'm saying it's not like far-fetched doesn't happen no i think it doesn't happen months beyond that See whether it's i got her drunk and i took advantage of her or whether i like beat her and raped her it's like bro like white men i was watching the tia bundy joint the tia bundy tapes have you seen that no i haven't (laughs) <laughs> that nigga was fucked up, dog. <laughs> that nigga was just, and it's, it's, it was—it's it's crazy that I even look at it like this. But I'm like, damn, at least he wasn't into the sisters, cause he was <laughs> raping and pillaging colleges, yeah. like dorm. Oh, uh, what's it called? Uh, sorority sorority houses, and shit. He snatched up a twelve-year-old in Florida one time. gee, like he was killing these motherfuckers. And what his signature move was? I'ma abduct you. I'ma beat you. I'm gonna molest you, rape you, whatever, and then I'm gonna leave you out in the wilderness where the animals will eat can't the eat evidence. You. Like Ted Bundy was a motherfucker, mm-hmm. see? But again, white men are just on that shit. That and it's is. like, until we he realize, accept, and accept yeah, until motherfuckers realize, like, oh, that's a problem. That's a huge problem. It can't be, oh, he's a white man, he can get away with it. It gotta be like, man, that is sickness, and we gotta deal with that shit regardless. Well,
0: of you have all these white men that are judges and in power, I don't think yeah. they're gonna Say that. It's
1: tough because now you gotta say something about your devious behavior. I mean, white men are freaks, dog, and I don't mean that in a good way.
0: Either. No. Yeah. So I haven't seen season one of Big Little Liars. Um, this is good, my man. I said I was gonna try to go back because I I knew there, yeah, yeah. there was a murder. Yeah, I there was a murder of Nicole's husband, right? But no. yeah. the mom is Male yeah. And She's like, Who are we murdering? Man. When she woke she up. Every time dad. she wake that bitch up, she got
1: a question, Who yeah. we murdering? Yeah. Who got raped? What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Don't you mourn my son's death? <laughs> right? Why you ain't mad? Bitch, <laughs> yeah. you got a lot She of was
0: so mad about her son and she was like, I don't. I just I don't want to scream. I just
1: want to scream. Yes, the mom said. You want to see me scream? The wife was like, <laughs> oh. I'm like, this bitch crazy. Yeah, girl, she know, is crazy. That. She's that yeah. Girl Street so was killing that. That's wrong. Y'all got to check that out.
0: Watch it because it is good. And I said I was going to go back and watch season one.
1: I didn't. All right, man. Uh, I think last but not least, and new news for y'all, new news, what's going on with uh, Be a Buddy?
0: Not Be a, a buddy, not a bully, right? I took the slogan from your Free Lunch Academy. It's our My mantra. Son. So, when I was down there Tuesday at the courthouse, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: found this story. That
1: was very productive Tuesday, <laughs> goddamn, did you get some tacos and
0: tequila afterwards? Goddamn. <laughs> I should have earned it. Man. So, um, CPS, there are four parents that were in court um, trying to hold these teachers accountable for their actions. There are uh, four different lawsuits mm-hmm. going on. And basically, Uh, This one particular parent, Tiara Black, her son is 11 year old, he attempted suicide in February. Uh, Basically after a year long of dealing with being bullied, she transferred him from Everest Elementary to Woodson Elementary. Mm -hmm. And at Woodson, the teacher would always start the bullying. They say he was a a special needs kid, I don't know what his needs were, he looked normal, he may have had a a processing issue of learning. Issue, whatever it was, but the teacher would call him dumb, stupid, out loud, and then of course the other kids are going to add on to that oh and yeah, make oh fun yeah. of him. But now you him. modeled it, that's okay. Yeah, and so he went home and tried to hang himself in the closet on the hook. Yeah. And he basically wasn't successful and now he has permanent brain damage and he has to have a ventilator to breathe for the rest of his life. And watching that mom just up there and like It would be one thing if it was just coming from the kids, but to hear that it was started from a teacher and how some of these teachers put their hands on these special needs kids and just are so disrespectful. I just felt so bad for her. And like her son's life is gone. It's different. Yeah, you know, like really different.
1: Um,
0: And so, and this wasn't the only parent. There were other kids and parents there. And basically saying the same thing, All, all these kids are special needs, Um, again, Socially, they're fine, right. but they learn differently, and they're being teased in these classrooms. And I was just like, one, hmm, Calvin needs to go to these schools. <laughs> Two, these teachers need to be fired. And my thing is, if you don't want to teach or deal with kids,
1: right. don't do it. Yeah. Like yeah. find another occupation. There's other ways. And I think that it's unfortunate because there are a lot of people in the classroom that are responsible for our children the majority of the day that they're a not really for our children. No. I'm not just talking about all white people come to our community, no. teach in the hood for two years and go get their full tuition and reimbursement. I'm talking about them as well, but I'm not only talking about them, right. because there's some people that are from our community and they about our community. And it's, it's, it's very telling if you speak with a tenured teacher how hopeless they are for our kids. You know what I'm saying? And and. Being on the outside looking in, not having to deal with that, having your own children, you kind of know, like, every child has potential, every child has hope. They just need to get with the right resources that's going right. to, you know, tap into that. But um, when you're 10 years, 15, 25 years in, and you just seeing this sliding scale of respect yeah. and, you know, you know, disrespect is on a, a high rise, yeah. um, the power has been taken out of the teacher's hands, you know what I'm saying, you I can't agree. really do a lot. I understand how it can be frustrating, but love, true love, it's free, one, but it's unconditional as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you gotta love that child and demonstrate your love for that child, as if that child, that student was your own. Love and love what you, you do. Yeah, you wouldn't want, you want nobody uh, trying to play your child out, trying to get last, trying to embarrass your child, sitting yeah. in front of class, being rough with your child, ignoring your child. A lot of times they just want to isolate the kid. You know, the kid don't want to be in class anyway. They do one thing: I go in the hallway, go to the dean's office. You're not my problem anymore. It's like. It's a lot that goes into it, but it starts with loving what you do. When you love the, the seeds that are planted, not saying that you're going to see the bountiful harvest that they will reap during right. your lifetime, but just knowing that, man, I possibly contributed to that to next something. Martin Luther King, to that next Malcolm X, to that next Harriet, they ain't that Rosa, thinking about that. They to that have... next Michelle Obama. I planted a seed and I modeled the behavior that's appropriate to becoming of a student a yeah. uh, scholar and citizen. We don't look at it like that. We look at it like, man, I ain't getting paid. and I get Enough paid eight hours a, a day for 12 hours worth of work per day. This shit is fucked up. I'm going to take it out on the kids. And it's just like, but you wouldn't do that to your kids. You wouldn't you wouldn't honor or uh, not appreciate, but you wouldn't um, put up with somebody doing that to your child. So when we start treating these young people like they're our children, I think we'll see progress. But until we do that, we won't see anything.
0: I would, say, I would agree because the, the one little boy, uh, Dad said his teacher put his desks facing the walls back to the students, right, on the side of, like, a cabinet. Mm-hmm. Now, I had a teacher do Nehemiah like that. Mm-hmm. And Nehemiah mm-hmm. was the smartest damn kid in class. Right. And I had to go up and say, this is, first of all, this is unacceptable. Right. You singling him out. So now he's really going to give you out, what yeah, you
1: need. your attention. Yeah. Your knees,
0: and what I found with that particular teacher is she didn't really want to work. And she had a lot of boys in her class, and boys are obviously busier than girls, and they, and they learn differently. And she just wanted, she wanted a class
1: that On would just easy come in, air, yeah,
0: come in, hey teacher, do my work, and just be quiet, and, and that's not that. what it what
1: was. What these kids,
0: 10? No, at this time, he was, yeah, they were eight, eight. third grade. Yeah. Firecracker and So it, it just didn't work. She ended up leaving the school, obviously, and I took me and Mike out of that school. Um, and the teacher he has now, Miss Wright, his first black teacher, and he feels the love from her because the same way she's with her class, she's with her girls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She she's hard, but that's love. That's, warm that's me trying that's to get need. you it's to be what you need to the be. Best out of you. Yeah. And. Um, I think he he's recognized that he appreciates that yeah. and he just wanted information. He wanted to teach me something. Yeah. The other teacher was like Yeah, just uh, do this work, do right. that and just he complete, finishes though. it.
1: Just complete stuff. Just complete tasks. Yeah, he I finishes just it to complete what next? Right. What did I
0: get from that? And so, no I think teachers need and people need to make a, a better decision on what they want to do, what they like. Yeah. Stop being fucking teachers if you don't want to teach. And if you are a teacher,
1: you don't want to teach. Get out that shit. And if you are uh, aspiring teacher, make sure that you have a heart for that shit. You yeah. There's a lot of different programs that can give you classroom experience that will allow you to make a decision, an informed decision that is, on whether or not the teaching is for you. Because that shit is not a game. No. Now, I think we're all teachers at the end of the day. My grandfather told me early on in life that at all times in life you're either teaching or you're learning. Yeah. Right. At every single moment yeah. of experience. So you're I'm a teacher good. anyway by default. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to make your profession education if that's not where your heart is at, you know what I'm saying? There's there's peripheral careers in education that aren't in the classroom that you can boss up in as well. And uh, just don't fuck our babies up because you're trying to catch a check. And it's not even sweet like you used to think it was like, oh, I work nine months. Teachers are working year-round now. Yeah. Teachers are getting paid for nine months. If they but work still, nine months, you get paid for nine months. you got to get a summer job. So it's not sweet. Sweet. No you know more what I'm saying? More. So let's not do our uh, babysitter disservice. And again, if y'all need any services for uh, Be A Buddy, Not A Bully, at your school community, check out www.freelanceacademy.com. All right? I think that about wraps it no, up. One more thing. My bad.
0: One more thing. Um, so I haven't seen this. Purposely, because I just know I'm gonna cry and uh, I'm gonna be upset. Exactly I'm gonna be reason. angry, I exactly and I reason. just choose to be happy right now. Right. I right? Right, right. just don't. Work. I might watch it in the winter yeah, when right, i right. When I'm... I have
1: a reason to be depressed already. <laughs> right. Like, right, say, Let's,
0: right. Go ahead. Let's go Let's go So Ava uh, Duvernay, Duvernay. Yeah. new documentaries is out on Netflix called When They See Us.
1: Yo, yo, yo. It's
0: about the Central Park Five, five young wow. boys who got locked up yo. for. No reason, basically, um, for being accused of, of raping a white woman in the park. What, a decade later, somebody in jail finally confessed and his DNA matched the DNA. So pretty much, when you when you say that, it was like, then y'all didn't even look for no DNA or no, nothing. No, 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 no. They just coerced uh, a confession from these little boys and sent them to jail.
1: I haven't seen it yet either, but I do know this. That when detectives, when lawyers, when judges, when whomever it is is making the determination on, you know, who's yeah. going to get pinned on, when they have a suspect, it's not like they take the evidence and say, how does it align with this suspect's whereabouts, their behaviors, this and the third. They say, man, how can we make it fit and this case be built against this person? Yeah. It's not like we use the evidence to determine who did it. See, we determine who did it and then we put the evidence on it.
0: That's the problem. Yeah. Like, and we'll suppress evidence
1: that refutes the fact that this I'm person did
0: That's the... Ultimate power,
1: Ultimate power corrupts absolutely, man. Like, when absolute power corrupts absolutely. So if you have no jurisdiction, no authority, nobody checking in on you, you're going to be like, man, I'm going to put this together, put this together, and get another nigga off the street, or five.
0: So, so uh, the prosecutor, Linda Fairstein, because of this documentary, right, she, she was a prosecutor back then for the Central Park Five and she profited immensely from this. She became, she went on to be New York Times bestseller, she's on several boards, but ever since this came out, there has been a hashtag cancel Linda Ferris, uh, Ferris thing trending on Twitter and users are calling the publishers to stop releasing her books um, and to cease all sales. She has had to resign from multiple boards. Um, she was on like a couple college boards, um, a non for profit and she didn't want those things to suffer. Right. So she stepped down, as right. um, she, knew it was and she should. All right. um, and she also, another person who was pretty prominent in this story was our president.
1: Current. Trump. Oh, shit.
0: So Trump during that time was a, was a, Successful businessman. Of course, of course. He paid eighty grand and ran ads in the New York Times talking about we should bring the death penalty back. We need to put these boys in jail. He was like adamant about it and really pushing yeah. the prosecutor district. Wrong as hell. Strong as hell,
1: wrong as hell.
0: Right. Hasn't said anything. No
1: apologies, no tweets, no nothing. Nothing. Could it coulda coulda fucked all these kids' lives up even worse than he did. Even worse than he had a party for
0: right um and so the teenagers um they spent a decade in prison um and they got out of 2002 filed the lawsuit in 2003. they were awarded 40 million to split between five yeah a white woman was awarded 50 million because someone Might took a the news picture over.
1: yeah i did see that comparison man so shorty caught a 55 million dollar bag these brothers split a forty-one million dollar bag. Not saying that you can't do a lot with that money, right, but there's no amount that yeah, there's no amount that you could pay me for my for my youth. young adulthood. They took their right? youth away, and then uh to split it to such a small quantity, it's like man, that shit needs to come with a financial advisor that tells me how to flip my five, my six, my seven to, into fifty.
0: And the last point, the one one of the boys really got screwed because. One, he had a learning disability, but he only got caught into it because it's like I said, hey Calvin, come run with me real quick, because I need to, I'm scared to go down here by myself and yeah. talk to them. And then they pulled him in on it. He had nothing to do with nothing. God. So I, I suggest everybody watch it, who watches the, the film, yeah. um, parents watch it, and just always have your lawyer ready on yeah. call, because yeah. it, it shows you if, you if your parents aren't educated, you don't know what to do or who to yeah.
1: talk to. For the trick your kids get screwed. Your ass will get tricked. But there's a lot of some legal services, free legal services, yeah. uh, that you all can take advantage of. But you gotta be proactive in having those resources available at your fingertip versus post incident. Let me start my research process. Yeah. Like. Just how we have the talk with our young black boys and girls, yes. we got to start having the retainer with our goddamn attorneys and be like, yo, I do. Yeah, you got to have that shit, I <laughs> don't care if it's prepaid legal service, you, gotta you got to have some something. type of representation that's like, man, as soon as I get that call, I know who to call, so yeah. y'all stay woke on that, and I think that officially about wraps us up for this week's segment. New news. All y'all new, news. it's now third, literally. Production, Camps Production, yes. Yeah, hey what's good world, it's your boy Calvin Roy King the third and my lovely co-host with the most misread one and only and this is a new segment called A Cool Little Conversation with Calvin Leroy King and Miss Reese. So uh, real quick, man, we just want to preview the NBA Finals, man. Uh, I think tonight will be game. game six, yep. and it'll probably be the last game. But we definitely want to say um, get well soon to KD. Yeah. He has a ruptured Achilles. He put it all out there on the line. And um, unfortunately, um, he can't be there for his team tonight. But we think that the I think the Raptors will win in six, if not seven. And uh, just, you know, thank you to uh, KD for everything he did. Yeah. We talk a lot of shit, but at the end of the day, we don't wish. Uh, ill will on anybody, so get well soon. Also, man, for anybody that's in the Chicago land area, the third Thursday of every month, while it's warm outside, uh, we got third Thursday popping off. So this month, June, this is the 20th, yep. and it'll be at Urban Broadcast Media, located at 4108 South King Drive, from 7 to 11. Y'all be sure to pull, uh, pop out and pull up with us, man, because we're going to have games, we're going to have libations, we're going to have um, things to get you inebriated and we're going to have a good conversation and we might even do an impromptu video, man. So y'all be sure to follow the page by searching this, that, the third, third spell I, 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 like the Roman numeral three on all social media outlets. And be sure to listen to the audio version of the podcast on iCloud, uh, iTunes, and SoundCloud in that order. Once again, this has been your boy Lee boy King the third, piece of piece of only. We are the Undisputed King, Queen, Chicago podcast. Check, Check us the- out.
0: Production, Camps Production. Yeah,
1: and now it's time for our favorite segment on this and the third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. So Miss Reese, we're topping off our relationship segment this week.
0: Alright, let's see. More with it? Hashtag Dear DC.
1: Hey DC. You,
0: you've been having some long posts. Kind of lengthy. My boyfriend had an old friend come over the other day while I was there. Okay. A guy friend. Okay. We've been together 10 months, but I've never heard about nor seen this person before. The friend made a joke about eating booty in the morning to which they fist bumped Mm. he also pointed out bf's my boyfriend's body was looking good and encouraged him to keep up his fitness furthermore i got the sense that there was another level to their conversation that they were on and i thought i was picking it up might my boyfriend be gay
1: Mm. Written, so by, written by a woman, what say you? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you know my answer. <laughs>
0: no, when I read this. And then she said they were talking about eating boogie. And I was like, oh, well, maybe he was talking about his, you know, his, his girl. Ah,
1: his girl. Okay. Right? And talking so, about eating my other girl's ass in front of my girl. <laughs> that makes no, sense. No, the friend. Oh, okay. the, the friend, friend. Okay. So I okay.
0: thought, you know, they was just having a guy right, right, conversation, right? He was sharing some stuff, and they fist bum. Ha ha ha. I've never. We heard a guy say, Yeah, bro, you look good. Like, I tried to think of it, but I've never ever really a time. Heard that. Time? I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, like, you been going to the gym, bro. I see you doing your thing. Like, all right, all right, keep all right, all right. at it. That's just the way you say it. So the way she said it or made it sound, I would be no, I'm just, no, I'm I would carry it a little more, and I right. would uh, right. <laughs> investigate. Right. <laughs> because I don't think she can ask, and without the boyfriend being offended.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. She can find out though. Yes. She can find out. I'll tell you how at the end of this uh, comment. Are you done? Yes. Okay. So this is my thing. <laughs> One, why you ain't never heard of this nigga? This is my A1, this is my guy, and I've been fucking with you for a 10-month period, damn near a year. And you ain't never yeah. heard my man's name. Yeah. That's my man man, man <laughs> right? Secondly, yeah, we over here laughing and joking and talking about booty and shit. Ah. Ah. Ass eating isn't my thing, so it just comes off to me as if you'll eat ass, you'll eat the ass of any gender. You know what I'm saying? Ass is genderless. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, man, this nigga, you know. What I'm saying? like, man, you're eating ass, you're eating any ass. you can eat animal ass for all I know. I don't know what type, I don't, I'm not about the ass eating. I don't agree with that, but yeah, okay. I know, I'm just saying, but for a novice or an inexperienced nigga, ass eating is just like limitless. It's like <laughs> there's no limit to what asses you'll eat. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past a motherfucking ass eater mm. to eat male ass. Yeah. Right? And then, um, the last thing about the gym comment. Now, I have had that happen to me, um, but not on some Maybe I ain't looking good with them. It's more like I work out with you and you're seeing results and you're like, oh man, your motherfucking uh triceps coming in. Right. Totally acceptable, right? But just a, uh, oh I ain't seen you in ten months, nigga, you're looking. Can I have my arm back? Please. My girl's watching. What are we doing here? I think the nigga's gay. I think at least the friend is gay and has at least fucked the you know, or tried to fuck it something. They've had something. Yeah. yeah. And then once you lose, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? For um guys as opposed to girls, once you have a homosexual relationship, you're gay forever. You can't just no. be like, It's not a phase you went through in college. It's not a <laughs> I <laughs> practice sucking dick before. No, you gay. You're gay now. No, you you're like gay you with mean. a girlfriend. He's gay with a girlfriend. You think so? I think he's gay with a girlfriend.
0: So, so if a man tries it one time, he's gay.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yes. Now, now, if you own that and you got a who at the band, ah, there's dykes out here. There's, there's manly looking women. You know, you can test the limits there, but you don't have to (laughs) fuck with another man. Cause once you do, you're in that number. When the saints go marching in. (laughs) Nigga, they gonna turn your ass around at the early days. Like, ah, remember that one time in band camp, bitch? Get out, you know what I'm saying? So I think them niggas on some gay shit. But the telltale sign to me, regardless of the gym, regardless of the butt talk, And the breakfast salad is is the fucking, you ain't never heard this nigga's name before. This is a secret lover.
0: Yeah, okay, I agree with that. What else we got? Next question, hashtag dear I plan to tell my girlfriend of a year that I wanna wait until we've been together five years before we talk about marriage. Mm -hmm. I am open to living together before that. Three out of four marriages end, the wedding. Wait, three out of four marriages end in divorce. So what's the point of wasting money on a ring and a wedding if if statistics say we won't last? Does that sound reasonable?
1: I haven't heard statistics say that 75% of marriages end in divorce. I thought it was closer (laughs) to 50. This nigga's lying. And because you're a liar, when you say, I'm planning, you're not going to do that shit. Stop playing, nigga. Like, when you know, you know. Like, I knew whether or not I ever wanted to get married. I knew if I was going to get married, who I would marry I knew my marriage wasn't gonna last. You know these things! But to sit here and be like, I'm planning, but statistically, and who I'd be married, this and a third. You no know, nigga, because you think you're gonna be a millionaire one day and hit the lotto. Statistically, you're not. But you're still holding on to hope to that shit. So why you can't apply that same methodology to your relationship? Yeah, right. I feel like niggas have the false assumption that women want to be married. Yeah. And that's not necessarily what it is anymore, and that's not necessarily what your particular situation right. dictates. And I would say be upfront with you know what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do. Uh, I, I've seen very good examples of till death do us part, and it's like, man, I'm gonna endure and compromise and yeah. be in a fucked up relationship and see it through to the end because I made this vow before God and other witnesses. And I've seen other people like, ah, I was bullshitting. and I had my fingers crossed, you know what I'm saying. So, but I think they knew that going in. Like, right. I'm not really ready for this shit. Go with your gut, and your gut will never fail What's you. What's up, you?
0: You know, if you already planning y'all just a year in, it's like, dude, why are you even thinking
1: about it? It's early, Especially bro. Especially if she's
0: not thinking about it, I just feel like, wow, maybe she's not even going to marry you. So why do y'all
1: feel like, man, I have to marry this girl to keep her? And why do you feel like you, a woman, want to be kept? Maybe she want to fuck with you for a minute and then she want to go away for a, month you know, a two lot You years. A lot of women want to do that, but they don't want to hurt you, your man. feelings. <laughs> my feelings will not be hurt. So if there's any women well, out we there. Know, we awesome. know yours. I'm with the wave, G. Like, I feel like people are in your life for reasons, seasons, and lifetimes, man. And my kids are in my life for a lifetime. So yeah. I have that capacity there. So if you have a reason or a season, pull up. What the fuck? Y'all will not be offended. Reason
0: or a season. I will Come not on, not be offended.
1: With what we got next?
0: Okay, hashtag DDC I'm starting to notice that my guy likes to wait until I fall asleep to have intercourse with me.
1: Did you get that? I heard that. Okay.
0: I feel a bit uncomfortable, but I still go along with it. Why would you do that and what should I do? This was interesting because I can see, like, that morning sex thing, you know, where you're sleeping and right. he waking you up. Every morning, yeah, that shouldn't get annoying. But it, it seems like this is just how he had sex
1: with her. Right. Period. Yeah. That's the M.O. Yeah. It's
0: kind of like rapish a little bit. It's a little <laughs> rapish. It's
1: a little rapey. But you know there are people that like have like to have sex with dead people. It's, it's a thing. It's yeah, a thing. Like I get off on fucking corpses. You know that's a thing. Right? So I would venture to say <laughs> that there's a thing where people are like, I like to have sex with unconscious beings. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? and if that's a thing it like it, it, it's one of the things like don't make this nigga feel some type of way just because that's his thing yeah because if we're gonna accept butt stuff if we're gonna accept <laughs> you know what i'm saying we have to all accept all things, weird accept stuff the, yeah things. if he's like yo different like man i just like to i don't want you looking at me when like i remember this one chick she used to um put a pillow over her face during missionary i sweat a lot though so i don't know if it was nigga. Or if it was, oh, it's so good, or if it was, this nigga ain't on no shit, man. I don't ah! know why the pillow was there, but she would always grab this pillow and try to kill herself during sex. And that's I was weird. Like, ah, it's weird, but I still accepted her pillow. Nah, I bet you're me, And gave her all of me. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? So I just think, like... If if that's my man's thing and he's in a like it could be way it could be worse, yeah, it, no, could be worse. it could be worse no. he could be cheating on you it could be beating you like man he just likes to get it started when when he creeps up on that shit uh, let him
0: have it yeah so I say don't make him feel weird about it right. but ask baby is your thing like what's right, with right, right. that you don't want to do while well, I'm I'm up I'm right. ready to get it on the property. I say just talk about it
1: right right and then I I, I noticed that. Um, so, if, if you're talking about that morning sex, I wanna wake you up and I wanna, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna be tip on your shit, get your shit wet, slide that motherfucker in. What's the difference doing that at night?
0: why she sleep?
1: I mean, she sleep in the morning. He probably just trying to skip morning breath. Yeah, okay, she just brushed her teeth. Now she sleep, okay, let me go and get it. You know what I'm saying? Like That'd be some of the worst shit when you be getting that morning sex and you get that whiff of <laughs> <a> yesterday, <laughs> I told the story. You be like, yo!
0: Your ass. Your
1: so. Not breathe. <laughs> like I hate morning worms during morning sex. Oh yeah. Okay. I cannot either. I cannot either. it will be no kisses exchanged. <laughs> I would kiss your forehead. Oh god. I swear on everything. So maybe that's his thing. Like maybe it it's It could just be his like,
0: thing. So just you ask. Know. But
1: I, I would say yeah, ass. Mm-hmm. Make don't make them uncomfortable, yeah. and know that everybody has a thing. Some people are into feet. Some people are into chains and whips and leather and What's shit. My thing yeah. is getting my dicks up with two hands. Like, and I, I, <laughs> chicks don't be, I, I be like, yo, just, you know, put the, you know, just do. And they be like, yo, I know how to do this. I'm like, but my way is with the Indian sunburn. <laughs> do the Indian sunburn and we can get them out of here. Oh, 47 you minutes later. direction. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, they take that direction as well. But <laughs> it's just like, like, everybody think they come to the bedroom. It's like, man, you might be a freak. But you need but to be you my freak. You, you gotta be play my freak right your now. Taylor, you're the person you're serving
0: at the moment.
1: And I think that about. <laughs> One more question. No, it <laughs> doesn't. But wait, there's more.
0: Hashtag DCS. Okay. How long after a divorce should a person wait before they remarry?
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good question. What say you? How long after a divorce should either of the people wait until they get remarried? I um, almost say how long should you wait to date, but remarry? that's like
0: Well see, it depends, it depends, because... It does depend. During that breakup and divorce, they probably was already dating. Ah, yes. They probably already moved Absolutely. on. Yes. And
1: that got contributed to the divorce. Yeah, yeah, so
0: some people, it's immediately right after, right? Because, I mean, some let's problem. just some understand problem. the divorce may take a year to five years, right? right? So during that time... They healed, uh-huh. yeah. they dated, they found love again, and now they ready to get married. Like Charlie Charlie uh Sheen's wife, that's yeah. why. Denise Richards. Yeah, yeah. She just got remarried. Her guy she married, they got married like, let's say a week right after his divorce was signed. Mm-hmm. But they had been dating
1: yeah.
0: for a year or so. Yeah. So it was like, well what, what
1: are we waiting for? Waiting let's, for the ink to dry. Right. Yeah.
0: So I just think it depends on the person and the situation.
1: I, I agree that it depends. How long were y'all married? How long were y'all yeah. separated and then divorced? Uh, where is this new person coming from? And da da da. Because I do think that there is um, benefits from remarrying. Yeah. I think the second marriage usually. Uh, statistically I think is better than the first because you kind of know what not to do. So yeah. at least, i right, stay away from those things and try you to do what yeah. yeah. So now you're more in tune with yourself and hopefully your significant other. Um, so I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but I definitely feel like you shouldn't rush. You shouldn't do it for the wrong reasons. You should not take the time to, like you said, heal. Because uh, divorce is like a death. It's like a definite relationship, so you kind of got to go through the mourning process, you got to go through the healing process, you got to go through a lot of different shit but after being with somebody for a long amount of time. If it's a, a, a fucking eloped one night yeah, stand, no, band, and we was married for 10 days, that don't really matter. But I'm talking about a real relationship, and that ends in divorce, that takes real time for you to see who the fuck you've become since being married and separated and divorced. And then once you go through that process of self-awareness and self-reflection, then I think you're ready to start doing something. Other than that, I think you're just trying to Level up on a motherfucker, G. I
0: agree, and I, so, what if the person is married and just dated?
1: <laughs> married? Whoa! Dating while married? So that's the thing, like, okay, so because we're I in know,
0: a- a lot, of people, a lot of people do that, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, it's like, I know some people who are married and are dating and have a whole other relationship, right? Because they're married, so they're not in a relationship they're right, still right. married. But I feel like, I still think those people need to, one, get a divorce, one, have time for yourself, not completely jump right into, oh, i want to marry you now. True, true. No, 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 this uh, is not hopscotch. We're mm, not mm. jumping from one thing to another. And
1: more than likely, if you're dating somebody while you're married, you getting a divorce will run that other person off. They're like, yo, I was really fucking with you because you <laughs> couldn't stay tonight because you couldn't be mine all mine. Like, I liked what we had going on versus you're all mine. I didn't didn't want that. I didn't order that. I wanted an appetizer, not an entree, you know what I'm saying? So be mindful of that shit. Like, females sometimes like the fact that you're not theirs because it lets you know, like, one, if I wanted you, I could have you, but I don't want you. And then two, you got to go home. You're somebody else's guy. Whoa! You know what I'm saying? And breathe
0: the grass isn't always greener. It's not. And they know that. It's not.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, if I can can get the best out of a motherfucker, if they in a relationship and all they do is want to do the most and the best and have the best QT with me, I'm getting all that, and then they're going home sad and dry <laughs> and getting all that <laughs> lackluster shit <laughs> to their relationship. Why would I want to replace that person? They're irreplaceable. Stay, stay with them. You know what I'm saying? I'll see you on the fifth of July. <laughs> we don't have to kick it on the fourth. Right. But I just feel like at the end of the day, man, uh, it depends. At the end of the day, to answer the question, um, it depends on the person, persons, the situation, and the timing. But I never think that it's too late for look. I think no. that you know. Go through a tumultuous situation and you can bounce back, but you gotta love yourself first. First, you out here trying to fulfill yourself with somebody else, and that shit will always, always, always fail you. You are the only one that can fulfill yourself. I just saw a post the other day that said um, when a female becomes her own best friend, that's when life becomes oh, more enjoyable. You know what, what I'm saying? When you're not looking for this nigga to wine and dine, bitch, buy your own wine, dine yourself. Learn how to cook. Fuck yourself, one time Dang. at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, do all the things that you You really be like, So, so I mean, there's, there's no pressure. There's no, like, I could really be with some chicks and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I feel no pressure to shoot my shots. Fuck on you to do nothing because I have everything I want in life. You are the cherry on the top, bro. And when you understand that and when you move like that, there's less falling out. There's less mm. pressure. There's less expectations. And there's more love. I feel. So, y'all let us know what y'all think. Be sure to comment below. Be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in and turn up with us each and every time we go live, each and every time we do a show. And the show, once again, is This and a Third, the lifestyle show. It gives you life. Literally. Literally. I think that about wraps us up for this week's segment of Relationships on This and the Third. And it's been a pleasure serving as your host. Be sure to follow us on all social media outlets by searching This and a Third with the third spell i i i Roman numerals. Again, has your boy Calvin B. were King, the third, one of the co-hosts with the Moses, Miss Reese Peace, the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us it out. out.